What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Xander Effect. I'm your host, Xander Dames, and it's a wonderful Friday morning on the Xander Effect. In entertainment news... Britt McHenry, McHenry reveals she has a brain tumor. The Fox News and former ESPN reporter went ahead and tweeted about that today. We'll go more deeply into that story later on. In sports, Bill Goldberg wins the WWE title against uh, Bray Wyatt's Fiend at Super Showdown. And a lot of fans are pretty PO'd about it. We'll talk more about that. And in video game news... Rockstar Games is changing its look a little bit on their website. Many people are asking questions as to why that is. We'll go deeper into that. And on the show today, I have special guest, alternative hip-hop artist John Doe will be uh, talking to me a little bit about his song Ring and his other awesome hits, Sorry Love. But first, here is Ian Thomas featuring Quest Cross Money on the Xander Effect. You will stay right here. Diamonds are beautiful, and we gon' shine that bright. Let me show you what is new hits, cause you deserve it, girl. While we take it to the limit and give you a purpose, girl. I'ma change your life, and you're gonna love it. Spend it on you, spend it on you Come get this money, girl, money, girl Cause it's waiting on you, waiting on you, yeah Show you what is new hits Cause you deserve it, girl While we take it to the limit And give you a purpose, girl I'ma change your life And you're gonna love it Got racks to the sky But you're above it You will ever love this money, girl Money, girl I'ma spend Spend it on you, come get this money girl, money girl Cause it's waiting on you, waiting on you, yeah This money girl, greenbacks, I know you like. Care Ross, we taking all. Quest cross that big boss. You ask like I get it done. The Sandy and the Mad. Uh-huh. We're in Switzerland, off in Antwerp, like that. Where those diamonds are at. My wing hop flights, no risk. If it's TSA, walk right through there. Like who's this? Man, I'm global around. That is international bear. Count up those pounds. Money girl, money girl, I'm 
I'ma spend it on you, spend it on you. Come get this money, girl, money, girl. Cause it's waiting on you, waiting on you, yeah. That was Ian Thomas featuring Quest Cross with the song Money right here on the Xander Effect. Welcome back, everyone. In entertainment news, Fox Nation host and former ESPN reporter Brick McHenry went to Twitter and she tweeted, I was trying to keep this relatively private, but as usual, things are being said without my consent. I have a brain tumor. I have, I'm with an amazing medical team and surgery is imminent. Thank you for continued support and understanding at this time. So the reporter, uh, unfortunately, she has been diagnosed with a brain tumor and uh, she's going to go through surgery, which uh, is it's going to be a very tough surgery because anything having to do with the brain is always a very difficult process. So who knows how long she's going to be out of action? Uh, who knows exactly? There is no word yet as to how serious uh, this tumor may be. All we know at this point is what she has tweeted out at this time so our best wishes go to her uh and her family at this time hopefully she'll uh, make a speedy recovery and she'll be back behind the desk in no time in other entertainment news johnny depp texts basically alleged that he was threatening uh his ex-wife amber heard and the texts are pretty pretty violent from the looks of it from what it was read uh he was in court in london's high court and they uh, they pretty much read the text out loud of uh, november of it was a text that he sent back in november of 2013 and they basically said quote Let's. Uh, this this is actually a text that he was sending over to actor Paul Bettany, and the text read, "Quote: Let's burn Amber. Let's drown her before we burn her. I will f her, burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she is dead." That's pretty graphic. Very very graphic coming from uh, from Johnny Depp, a guy that is seemingly chill. I mean, from what I've seen, he seems like a pretty chill person, but. The text got even the text got even worse. I mean, to be honest with you, from what they from what they read, it, they continued on saying, uh, "I'm gonna properly stop the booze thing, darling." Drank all night before I picked up Amber up to fly to LA this past Sunday. Ugly mate, no food for days. Powders, half a bottle of whiskey, a thousand Red Bull and vodkas, pills, two bottles of Champers on plane, and what do you get? An angry aggro engine in a in a effing blackout, screaming obscenities and insulting any F who got near. I'm done. I am admittedly too effed in the head to spray my rage at the one I love for little reason. As well, I'm too old to be that guy, but pills are fine. That's I mean, that's pretty much what that shows right there is where Johnny Depp's state of mind was at the time and that's very disturbing actually because if, if it, it seems to me that Johnny Depp has a real problem with addiction uh, especially if he's drinking like all if, if all of this is actually true if he actually texted this and all of this is actually true that he was doing all of this and he wasn't joking around then Johnny Depp has a real real problem that needs to be in he needs help he, he needs help he needs a way to uh to uh to find a way to get out of whatever he's in whatever addiction he's into because this is this is not good and this just actually like in on one side it would seem that this would back up amber heard's uh pretty much testimony i mean she hasn't gone to court yet but she she said that johnny depp was very abusive johnny depp is trying to sue her for defamation of character and libel in the states and as well in london for certain things that she had said in in, in, a, in an interview and 
or certain things that she wrote in the Washington Post. That's the defamation of character suit that's here in the U.S. But judging from these texts, it would seem to hurt Johnny Depp more than anything at this point. So this is going to be kind of hard. On, on on the other end, Johnny Depp's lawyer is trying to prove that there were, that these texts is what actually... It is, it's what actually it's what actually is is saying that he wouldn't hurt Amber Heard because in the, in the text it does say uh, you know I I I am admittedly too effed in the head to spray my rage on at the one I love so at the time he was you know the one he loves I'm sure was he was he was referring to Amber Heard so that could be an argument that could be pretty much an argument saying that you know what he he's not saying that he would hurt her he's saying that he's messing himself up but he wouldn't hurt the person that he loves so that that case could go either way but one thing's for sure that johnny depp definitely it's it would seem that johnny depp is really in serious need of of help and counseling because yeah it it doesn't seem like uh it doesn't seem like he's doing too well and uh hopefully maybe he after all these proceedings after this experience johnny depp will actually go ahead and look for you know seek some help regardless of what the turnout happens with this uh with this case in other entertainment news america ferrara has announced that she is leaving the NBC comedy series Superstore at the end of the season. And she quoted, The last five years on Superstore have been some of the most rewarding, enriching, and enjoyable years of my career. Producing, directing, and acting with this wonderful cast and crew has given me opportunities to grow as a person and storyteller. I'm so grateful to my partners at NBC and Universal Television for the support and belief they have always placed in the show. And I'm most thankful to the brilliant Justin Spitzer for creating the funny, smart, and relevant world of Superstore and inviting me to be a part of it. As I start the next chapter of my life and career, I wish only the best and much continued success to my beloved Superstore family. So that's um, basically that's basically what's going to happen this season i mean america is currently the producer on a new netflix series called gent field so which pretty much which debuted last week so it's it would seem that more than likely america is trying to maybe lessen her workload because she has a lot of stuff going on in her life so this right here is gonna add less of a workload to her sometimes sometimes that happens sometimes that definitely happens with a lot of uh, celebrities because because it gets to be too much at times and so sometimes they need to like take a break and say oh you know what let me go ahead and take care of this other business before i go completely bonkers so uh, i'm sure america you know or and, and her team probably said the same thing that you don't want to overload yourself so try to take it easy take a step back from at least one of your projects so you can focus on the next project and so on and so forth so far america has become like a huge household name a uh, huge celebrity in the industry, so I'm sure she will do fantastic. Up next, we have the the uh, we have an interview with alternative hip hop artist John Doe. But first, before we get into that interview, here's his song "A Sorry Love" right here on the Xander Effect. Sorry, I don't know how to love, baby. Daddy never told me how to treat a lady Probably would've stayed if my mama would've let him Truth is, girl, man, I probably wasn't ready So let me run it by you. Never really learned to love the woman I knew. Never really meant it. I just said that I do. Like a wedding, heading for doom. Yeah, like a bride waiting for a groom. Minimize love like a couple on a first date waiting for a room. Minimize love like something you could buy with balloons. Yep. Hey. Celebrate all I hate, huh? Jingle bells all the way, huh? Chris Kringle on the sleigh, huh? Give a gifts to convey what you really wanna say, huh? Shake her hips to persuade, huh? You got hurt, but it never went away. Letting go, what a difference it could make, huh? But if it's just on what it takes, huh? How many times do I have to pay for my mistakes? Give them grace. Sorry, I don't know how to love, baby. Daddy never told me how to treat a lady. 
would've said if my mama would've let him. Truth is, girl, man, I probably wasn't ready. If you want L-O-V-E, you don't need me. I never learned, wasn't concerned, my girl would agree. Everything that I learned, I learned from TV or some stupid CD or some pimp brother telling me how I should be, how I should treat a woman that's a hoe like he really would know. There's a few things that I'm really good for, like a really good show or a really good flow. Fit a good game right until we get close. When it comes to love, man, I really wouldn't know. I've been lying to her like I got a wooden nose. If I told you the truth, then your heart get broke. I don't like smoke. Cry me a river, we drown in the boat till our bodies just float. Sorry, I don't know how to love, baby. Mom never told me. Dad never showed me. You can't control me. That's why I'm lonely. Mom never told me. Dad never showed me. You can't control me. That's why I'm lonely. Mom never told me. Dad never showed me. You can't control me. That's why I'm lonely. Mom never told me. Dad never showed me. You can't control me. That's why I'm lonely. Sorry, I don't know how to love, baby. John Doe's Sorry Love right here on the Xander Effect. And with me, I have the man himself, the artist John Doe. John, how you doing today? Oh, man, I'm chilling. Just really hanging out. Just hot out where I'm at, though. <laughs> right, right. You're in SoCal, right? Yeah, man. I'm not. So- uh, I'm in, Orange, uh, in Corona, California. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I'm not too far away from you. I'm, I'm in the Valley, so I feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> so, so man, like you've been in the business for a long time and, uh, that song, sorry, love, tell me a little bit about that song. What, what made you come up with it? You know, man, um, actually I just re- recently went through like a tough time in my relationship and, uh, I've always been good at writing about relationships, but I just started to notice that like, there's certain things that I think a lot of women want and us as men, we don't know. <laughs> and right. so I got to thinking, you know what, man, I should actually kind of iterate on this a little bit. I mean, I don't really know how much, how well I did in terms of the lyrical content, but I know it stayed within the topic, but just, you know, just, 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 out of just not knowing how to love a, a female sometimes the way that they, they want you to. And then of course, women never want to tell you what it is that they want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Very true. It kind of came about that. So They're like, you should know. One. You should know what? What should I know? I what know. in the world should I freaking know? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you all the time, man. I'm telling you. So. Uh, but yeah, that's the story of my life, man. It was one of those things I just, I really sat down. I kind of honed into, uh, you know, I think we, we kind of use the, the word love too freely now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It really doesn't have the same effect that it used to have. And so it just kind of made me really reflect on even to the way I grew up and just the neglect and stuff. And I was like, you know what, man, I gotta, I gotta iterate on this. I gotta give some kind of like clarity to people out there that may have kind of like dealt with the same thing. You know what I mean? No, I hear you, man. And, and I've gone through, you know, similar heartbreak myself and I'm still trying to go ahead and figure things out in my romance <laughs> or, or I should say lack thereof. Cause I have no romance. So, I mean, I'm just doing me right now. But I, I mean, but I mean, you had that song and then you had Ring that I played a couple of episodes ago on my show, which, by the way, man, I hate you because that <laughs> freaking song stuck in my head for like hours. I, it's Dude, I got to tell you, it's a great song. I got to admit, it's a really good song. It's really catchy. And the hook, ring, 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 ring. It just kept on playing over and over again in my head. And I'm just... Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's it's so tell me, tell me a little bit about Ring, man. How did you come up with that one and like the hook and everything? Yeah, man. Ring was really uh, kind of like uh, 
I felt like every female, what they really wanted to hear a guy say right before he like went ahead and got married and, uh, or at least popped the question. But then at the same time, it just felt like, you know, with this today's society, you know, society and social media, everything's so easy. You know what I mean? It's not like to say it doesn't have the same validity or effect. And so I was always kind of like, you know, I, I didn't, I, ne- I didn't marry my wife the same way. Like the way I even said it in the song, I think it was something I even fantasized about too. So I was like, so I said, you know, your, wife probably, I said, your, wife probably, your wife probably heard the song and she was just like, uh, uh, <laughs> like, no, no. like, why, why are you giving people false advertisement uh, here? You know? I oh mean, man. Oh, Oh no no no! she must have been like, okay, why didn't you ask me like that? Like, what? what, what oh what man! <laughs> hey, I didn't have the helicopter or nothing in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, she's oh, gonna be expecting you to go ahead and make up for that proposal. I'll guarantee you that. Oh. Come on, man. I'm telling you. But, you know, the funny thing is I was sitting down with my kid, and I kept telling my kid, like, I want to make a real good hook for this song. And so I came with the first one. He's like, Dad, that's not it. It's not it. You know, I came with another one. You know, I'm real good at just, like, writing a gang of hooks. But I actually got to the point, and I was like, ring. It just has a good ring to it, you know? <laughs> So I started writing it, man. <laughs> and when I finished it, he, he was just like, Dad, that's it, Dad, that's it. And he just, he just, so when he told me that, because I'm, you know, I'm making him a little songwriter, too. Uh, when he when he told me that, I was like, yeah, I got I got I got validation here. So I, I just, I went with it, but it, it just, it just encompassed everything that I really wanted, but never really got a chance to express the, you know, the, the, the you know, the wife, the, 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 the partner. You know what I'm so, <laughs> yeah, it's, always good, it's always good to go ahead and tell her, well, the intention is there or was there. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I had every, I had every, I had every intention to do it this way, babe, but you know, Hey, you, you know, but instead, hey, I'm we, telling you in words, which which that is more valuable than the actual, you know, action of it. Oh man, I don't think you know, thought that way. No, I don't think. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I, man. I, I tell you, boy, it's one of those things. Where I, the more I think about writing that song and then even letting her hear it, I'm like, what did I do that for? But you know, she she's gonna hear it one day. You know what I mean? So, right, right. Well, that's, oh man. So, so you're originally from. Uh, from Jackson, Texas. You're not, you're not from uh, California. So I'm curious, uh, did you always, did you grow up always wanting to be uh, uh, an alternative hip hop artist? Cause that's what you are. You consider yourself an alternative hip hop artist. Yeah. Just to iterate on that, man, I just feel like hip hop is in a different state than when I was like a little younger and uh, not, not in a negative way. Well, I, I want to say not in a negative way, but know what I mean? And I think that as an artist in general, I always thought to myself, you know what, man, I'm I'm getting a little older. I'm a little more mature. You know what I mean? And there's just things I want to talk about that a lot of people don't talk about in music today. You know what I mean? And, And of course I want it to be catchy. I want people to dance to it, but then I also want to have some depth to it. So I just felt like alternative hip hop is just kind of a new phrase for those cats that just kind of want to stay in their lane, you know what I mean? And does and don't necessarily want to like transition over to maybe like trap or, you know what I mean? So to me, I just said, I'm going to do what I do, man. I'm just going to coin it a little different, man. You know, alternative hip hop. I mean, it's something you can let your kids listen to too. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. it just got, it gets a good feel to it. Everybody can sit back and really vibe to it. Plus, you know, uh, hip hop music has changed a lot over the last, you know, I mean, hip hop has been around since the seventies, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So True. to me, I was like, no, man, I gotta, I gotta just do something different. And I don't want to be pigeonholed in it either. So I just said, you know, just come out with a new genre, just like everybody else. You know, they have alternative rock. Have, you know what I'm saying? So why not have alternative rap? You know? <laughs> but that's kind of that's how it came about. So that's what's up. You know what I mean? So did you always like going back to the original question? Do you always want to be, uh, you know, a hip hop artist? Or yeah. was there something else? Like, was there something else? Because my, in my experience, like when I when I interview a lot of artists, they're always saying that. Well, actually, this just kind of happened. You know, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did that happen for you, or is this something that you always knew you were going to be? You know, honestly, man, I never really saw myself as an artist. I'm going to be honest with you. I just felt like, man, there's just too many black guys doing this anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, we don't need another one. You know? We don't need another one. <laughs> but, 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 as I got, <laughs> but as I got older, I really just enjoyed writing music. You know, I really enjoyed just kind of like, so honestly, I never really saw myself on stage, but as I started to like do it and then perform it, I mean, it just, it was second nature, man. It's some things you just, you're just good at and you don't even want to be, you know, you know, you know, I won't say you didn't, you don't want to be, but you're just good at it. And you're just like, you know, maybe I should pursue this. You know what I mean? And now you got the internet and everything. So it's not, 
you know, every anybody and everybody can hear your music and decide on for themselves if they like it or not. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. kind of how. Definitely, but definitely, yeah. No, I, I never really saw myself as an artist. I kind of always thought that I'd be doing. You know, I don't know, maybe some, I don't know, maybe like real estate or something. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, you mentioned real estate. I was actually a real estate agent many years ago, so. <laughs> okay, girl, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, no, but, no, 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 I get it. But I mean, but I mean you like, you, you, you actually went ahead and, you know, you decided to do this, and you competed in Orange County's first several freestyle competition, and you won. And you also won multiple competitions during that. Like, I, I mean, is that something that, you know, was that something that was a proving ground for you? Or was that something that you just said, you know what, I, I know I'm good at this, you know, so I'll go ahead and compete. You know, that's funny that you say that. I mean, honestly, I'm not really by nature a battle rapper. I think that um, it was just, that was the platform at the time. And so everybody was doing it. And since my buddies always said, man, you really have a flow. Like you really have a way of like putting your words together and so on and so forth. And I was like, you know what, man, that's dope. That's cool. And so it kind of gave me the confidence to, 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 to get into a few of them. When I saw the, the type of, you know, adrenaline rush and everything, I was like, man, this is really cool. And I think um, with, with it being like battle rap, it kind of made me say, well, if I can do battle rap, I can definitely write a song. You know what I mean? True. But that's not always the case. Hip hop's not like that. Sometimes there's a lot of great battle rappers, but they can't write a song to save their life. Like this guy I used to listen to named Cannabis. So there's a lot of stuff out there that, you know, but honestly, once I started doing it and I started doing it in that type of a scenery, I really started to like get a lot of melodies in my head and stuff. And I was like, you know what, man, the underground scene is kind of like, because a lot of battle rappers come from like the underground scene. I was like, I kind of don't like it that much. You know what I mean? I still enjoy rapping, but I don't enjoy the atmosphere. And I was like, you know, I really want to write songs that you kind of compose that you put together with, you know, thought. And so it just, it just kind of like evolved, man. Again, it just, it came from the, the battle rap scene to writing a song and then getting on stage in a certain type of audience. And then they were like looking at me kind of crazy. Cause it was like underground. They just wanted you to be scratching a record. You know what I mean? And I was like, no, nah, I can't do this. And then I just started making these hooks and they just started coming to me. And so then I just started writing for myself and other artists and just kind of doing things like that. So it just, it just, it just progressed, man. I mean, I don't think I really had intentions to just battle rap for my whole life anyway, but it just felt good to kind of transition over to like ballads and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Songs that actually had depth to them. Yeah, totally. And you, and you've, you've obviously uh, have performed uh, for, for crowds before because you've shared the stage with the alcoholics, Ahmad yep. uh, from the Jones's crew, Joy Marshall, uh, you know, and that's just to name a few. So Definitely. how was that like, how was that experience like? You know, honestly, um, I feel like, you know, if you want to be an artist in this type of a field, you know what I mean? And you want to have a higher platform, you have to perform with people that are either at a higher caliber or that you respect, you know what I mean? And so with me getting on stage with a few of those folks and just getting to see how similar my music sound in terms of like, you know, the progression and the, and the, uh, and the, the creativity, it really just made, it even gave me more, you know, more ammo, more throttle to like, or get, you know, I can hit that. I can go further because I can actually perform with people that actually have a name for themselves. So, so I think that's what, it, it, that's kind of how I felt about it. I felt like this is a great opportunity on top of that. These are people I respect and look up to. I was used to listen to their music. I grew up on them. And so it was kind of like, yeah, this is it. So that, that, it just, it just, it, like I said, it just kind of went from there too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, if, I, if I can perform, if I can perform with you, I can perform with anybody. You know? No, that's <laughs> definitely true. And you ended up, and you actually ended up uh, forming a group with a reggae singer and his little brother called Hip Hop Melodic. Yes, yes, yes. It was actually my little brother. And what we did is we really just kind of cornered the market in, in the sense that we had a lot of dance hall music. But, you know, my style of rap uh, and my little brother, we kind of like were able to fuse it really well. And it started to make people like interested not only in like hip hop, but we were able to perform in front of audiences with like a lot of adult crowds because they wanted to dance. You know, everybody wants to dance, I think you, you would say. But um, it just helped us to fuse it, get a bigger fan base, and not necessarily stay pigeonholed in like this underground scene. Even though I love the underground scene, and I've, you know, I came up on a lot of great artists like Nas and stuff like that. It just got to a point I kind of outgrew it, you know what I mean? And I needed to go move on. And I don't know. They always say you're not loyal, but it, it's not about loyalty. It's about you know, like kind of like progressing. If you're not progressing, then what's the use of doing it? You know what I mean? So. So is that the reason? So the reason was that you were trying to grow. Is that that's the reason why? Uh, because I understand that 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 you and the group broke up. So is that the reason why that you were trying to like do something something different? 
You know, not necessarily. The group broke up more on the basis of me just like seeing that, you know, I, there was a lot going on in my life at the time. You know what I mean? Physical issues and stuff like that. I was working all day and all night and trying to also pursue the music. And financially, it wasn't, you know, I wasn't able to, you know, to, to, to do what I needed to do on a lot of levels. So I had to get two gigs to pay for like a lot of studio time and things like that. And what happened, I think I just got so sick, man. I just said, you know what, man, I got to find something other than just pursuing music. And so of course that's when I kind of like spiritually, I just like, nah, I got to find something. I know there's a God, there's gotta be some truth out there. And so it kind of, that's kind of what split the group up. They continued even after me and then broke up. But you know, of course, after that, I kind of had other plans, you know what I mean? And but as you can see now, it brought me back. I was going to say, so what, what made you come back suddenly? You know, I mean, after taking a long hiatus, after all the trials and tribulations, all the stuff that you went through, what made you decide to come back and, and, and revisit this, this art form? You know, the one thing I can say is a lot of people always say, like, look at the state of hip hop. Look at the state of hip hop. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. And I always kind of felt like, well, if you have a voice or you're good at something, you know, why not, you know, uh, put it out? You know what I mean? Why not, you know, be that, you know, instead of being a complainer, why not, why not do something to actually try and change it or fix it or help it? You know what I mean? And so to me, even being older, I was like, you know what? I still have this gift, this talent. I have a lot to say, you know what I mean? And I thought to myself, what's the use of me? You know, you always have regrets, you know, I didn't want to get to the age too. Where I had this regret of me not pursuing things, you know what I mean? And I said, you know what? It doesn't make any sense. I still got a talent. I got a gift. I still got a lot of old connections. A lot of them had grown up, you know, got families and stuff, but it was just, you know, I got to do this. And so to me, I felt like I have something to say, you know what I mean? Not that, not that other people don't have anything to say, but something different from the norm. And so to me, I just said, Hey, you know what? I got to give it another shot. As you can see, like with sorry, love, it just gives you, it gives you more depth in terms of like what I went through. But also I think there's a lot of guys out there that go, man, why is it that I can't really like, do, you know, like be everything that this woman wants me to be. And I think that those type of things really made things come up out of me. And I was like, you know what? I got to continue to do it. I love it. Not only that, I was writing for other artists. So to me, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? Whether or not, you know, I become some huge success from what people consider to be success. I just had a drive to keep doing it. I just love it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't give it up for anything. You know what I mean? No, and that's true. And that's, and that's a, definitely a good reason to come back to it. So from what I understand, it just seems that you're writing a lot of uh, love songs, which is very unique, actually, writing love songs in hip hop, uh, because yeah. most, most songs in hip hop, <laughs> they're not really love songs. They're, they're something there. It's very, it's not, well, I'm sorry, I should say it's not, they're not just love songs. They're various. Definitely. Is that what you're mainly focusing on right now? Or are you going to be coming out with a more uh, eclectic, um, version yeah. of, of hip hop, you know, for, uh, to talk, to tell the story of your, of your experiences. You know, honestly, I have a lot of records that I never released. And to be honest with you, I think that, um, I did this this time just because I felt like I was going through a lot in my relationship. To be honest with you, I do have a wide variety of things I talk about. Um, being African-American, I see some of the plights in our society, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or in our social uh, circumference, you know what I mean? And I said, and I said to myself, you know, so in the future, I, I don't plan necessarily to drop full length albums all the time because I think, like I said, we change so much in life and so many things we go through. My, uh, my goal is to drop an EP at least every six months to a year. And an EP consists of about five songs. So every EP is going to be different. And it depends. Like, like, like I said, just recently, I knew I have all these songs written about like kind of the pride of the black man and everything. And, but just not necessarily just a black man. I mean, I just think in social environments in general, you know what I mean? A lot of the times it's just, we like let our environment control who we become. And so that's kind of like my next move. I haven't dropped it yet. I felt like the love would give me a little bit more validity and it, it would just, you know, solidify that this guy's an artist, you know, because some of this stuff is so eclectic. I think that even though people will like it, it may only hit a certain demographic. And I want people to be able to hear what I'm doing now and like it and then say, hey, I want to hear other stuff. And then it may have a more open mind to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally understand that. So are you also like you are you going to be using your art form to uh, to use it as some sort of a platform to get other messages across? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I truly don't believe that to be an artist, you should just be one track. Um, I believe if you're a real good artist, you're going to evolve over time and people are going to notice it and it's going to help them like grow in life. So to me, it's always been a matter of, Hey man, music is not just 
something you just listen to to feel good. It's something that you listen to to get like maybe even edified in your own life. Like I'm going through this too. I'm glad he iterated on that. I think really what an artist's job is, is to, is to, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of how to say it is to put in words what a lot of regular people can't say or that, that they, they don't know how to express. And so that's kind of like how I feel that I am when it comes to my artistry. No, that's that's definitely something that uh, that's definitely something that many people, many artists uh, should actually use. Actually, you know, <laughs> go ahead and showcase what they're. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we look at it as, you know, this is an art form. This is a way of expressing oneself. It's always been that way. Uh, Absolutely. Whether, whether it's hip hop, whether it's music, rock, whatever, it's just a manner of expressing yourself. Obviously, you have a lot of of emotion to express. And so yeah, sure. you're using, you're definitely using the the right uh, type of platform to be able to express that, and that's, and you know what, and I was talking, and I've been talking to many other artists about this, with the fact of the matter that that um, that that it, it's what makes you real, and it, you know, yeah, it's yeah. what it's what it's what helps a lot of uh, a lot of fans see who you really are, because fans are smart; yeah. they could go ahead and spread <laughs> through you whether or not you're BS or you're not. They're, they can Definitely. see right through you. They could be like, dude, this person doesn't know what the hell, you know, this, this, I'll <laughs> like, well, come on. You know, there's a lot of artists yeah. like that, that they can see right through. And that's when you get shredded apart completely. Absolutely. Oh, you yeah. Know? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, but that's really cool that you're, that you're doing this. So I, I, I'm curious and I needed to ask this, John Doe of all <laughs> in the world John Doe. What, what, what's, uh, I mean, obviously, your name is Jonathan. That is your name. But that's why, right, that's right. why John Doe? I mean, it's a very unique, uh, unique stage name. Man, you know, honestly, I, I hated John Doe when I first heard it. My buddy unless, started unless, calling me unless, John Doe. Unless, unless your last name is actually Doe. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which would be really interesting. Actually. No, no. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But you know, that's funny, though. You know, it's, it, you know I, I will say that the name, I was always kind of like, I need to change it. I need to change it. But my buddy started calling me it when I was younger and they just kind of like, it just kind of grew on me. But honestly, when I started thinking about it, I just felt like John Doe is always like the unknown, you know what I mean? And I felt like that's kind of how I am. I mean, if I feel like writing an album about love, I'm going to write an album about love. The next album may be about, you know, just, just a walk in the park, you know what I mean? And so to me, it's really a matter of just being, having a, a name that's versatile. So you don't have to just, like I said, I think some people's names, if you hear like a, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of a, a particular name that always seems like it's going to come with like a certain type of uh, genre, like a, a fabulous. It just sounds like it's going to be like the pop rap, you know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think the guy's a great rapper, but in general, it just sounds like that to me. I thought John Doe just kind of gave me an opportunity to be, uh, accepted by people everywhere, not just like a small demographic. I feel like music should be shared with the whole world. And one thing I love about hip hop or just alternative hip hop in the sense of what I'm trying to do, or alternative rap is that you can always put a particular group of people's sound or music, like the, the type of music, like an Asian type of sound behind a hip hop beat or a drum set. And you can relate to people. I just felt like John Doe gave me that opportunity to, to for everybody to like say, who is that guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. It's, it, it, it does, it does, it's not, it's not just, it's not confined to like, to like, Oh, that just sounds like that guy would be doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it gave me freedom. And I think that that's one thing I love. I always tell people, I say, it's cause I'm unknown on the microphone. It sounds cliche, but it really is. It's like, sometimes I don't know what I'm going to do. I just start writing and it comes out the way it comes out. And I just love it. You know what I mean? I say, I like this. I really think I did a good job. You know what I mean? So that's what it was. Nice. Nice. So a lot of your songs, I mean, you know, I mean the, the, the couple songs that I've, that I've listened to so far, they have a very old school feel to it. I mean, was that, Absolutely. was that what you were trying to convey? And if so, I mean, are we going to be seeing like listening to a lot of that in upcoming albums or are you trying to mix it up, put maybe a little bit of a country sound to it? Cause I know you listen to country music as well. Absolutely. You know, a country song to it, put a little rock into it. I mean, are we, is that, is that the reason why you have entitled yourself an alternative hip hop artist? You know, I think so. And the reason being is because, you know, I'm kind of used to that 16 bar count, three verses, you know what I mean? Um, over over the course of the last, I say about three to four years, I have noticed that music has evolved uh, quite a bit, but I'm, I, I feel like 
good artistry is going to always be good artistry. Just like one that you might listen to a certain song and whenever it comes on, no matter how old you get, you always get that same feeling of like, that song is just a great song. You know what I mean? And so me as an artist, I always thought to myself, whether it sounds older or not necessarily a particular generation, music is supposed to just, when you hear it, you're supposed to say, man, that's great lyricism. That's great. That's well thought out. And so the old school is just because I kind of grew up in a lot of different eras, you know what I mean? And so I have a lot behind my, under my belt, but at the same time, I just want to be me. You know, I just want the freedom to put the music together and whether people think it's old or new, I can get on the new guy stuff and rap like the new guys, but I just, I'm just me. At some point you may see that I might actually do something just to, 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 to maybe to, to, to show that fan base that I'm here, you know what I mean? Or that possible potential fan base. But really, honestly, I just want my music to have, I, I'll put it this way. I wouldn't even be my, I wouldn't even mind being called a pop artist. And when I say that, because like ring, that hook is really poppy. Mm-hmm. But if you go from some of my other records, you're going to go like, this sounds like something that you would hear like, I don't know, not necessarily in, you know, in a certain lineup. And I think that's what gives me, you know, just the free, I just feel like I'm older. I'm, I got freedom. There's no need for me to like cater to people anymore. It's it's time for me to just be me. And you're if people saying. like it, they like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not definitely, man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of uh, artists, they feel chained because they feel, they feel like they can't, they, their, their hands are chained up. You know, they can't yes. do anything. They can't say anything. They can't be themselves. But, you know, I mean, you're, you're pretty much describing someone that is, has broken free from, from the, from Definitely. The, and you're able to do whatever you want, which is really cool because that's when, that's when good music comes out when you're not chained <laughs> to a certain, to a certain genre or to a certain style. So that's when that's real music come out. So that's really cool, man. Like I said, I, I, I'm a fan, you know, I'm already a fan of your music. I love your music. And Thank you know, you. my question is you want to, you want to put out an EP every six months are there going to be any live performances in between all that? You know, actually, <laughs> at this moment, my main focal point is to just get things going um, in terms of like uh, uh, solidifying this particular album. I'm going to be working on uh, a couple more records, but this album in general, um, I really wanted to hone in on it for the first few months after dropping it. I, I dropped it late January. And and I really wanted to hone in on it and really and make some some things. So that's why. Oh, looks like you got some people around you. <laughs> My fault. Sorry about that. Absolutely. No, no, no. I'm I'm here. I'm here. I'm still here. But yeah. So that that's kind of that's kind of like the thing that's going on right now. Um, in 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 terms of me really getting to a point where um I have shows and things lined up. I'm gonna be working on that with the manager and things like that. So. Cool, man. Cool. Well, that's, that's awesome to hear, man. And I look forward to a lot of your music coming up. My question is, where can people follow you? Do you have social media? Do you have Instagram? What do you got? Definitely. So it's get more dough. So it's get G E T more M O O R E dough D O E. And that's, and that's where on Instagram, Twitter, and that, that's Insta- my, my fault, Instagram. I have my YouTube page up and it's, um, they can go to uh writer's block. Uh, I do a lot of like, uh, like I said, songwriting. So writer's block uh, on YouTube, but really right now I'm really trying to get my Instagram page up. So go on Instagram. You can actually uh, uh, go on and, and, and pull up the album on like iTunes and everything like that. Uh, take a listen to it. If uh, definitely support it, you know, I noticed now everything's streamed. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, if you want to support it by financially donating, <laughs> that's good. Right. But uh, but I'm definitely on there. Um, honestly, again, I, th- I think I just been kind of out of the loop. You know, I got married, had kids. You know what I mean, and then just decided to do it again. And so it's kind of like one of those things where I'm 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 kind of getting the hang of little things here and there. And my manager's working with me, and we're trying to get some things set up real soon here. But more, get more dough on Instagram is the best way to find me. And again, G E T M O O R E D O E on Instagram. Okay. Awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for being on the Xander effect. Appreciate your time. Looking forward to playing your music. Looking forward to having you on the show again, very soon for your next single. Definitely. Oh yeah, man. I, I, I really appreciate you, Xander, man. Thanks for the interview, the opportunity, man. I, I'm the best for you in 2020, right? Likewise. <laughs> and, uh, 
Absolutely, man. If you if you need me to send you any new music, you know, just let me know. I do have some songs that I'll be rolling out pretty soon. But like I said, right now I'm focusing on getting this particular album pushed. But I'll be sending you some new stuff, maybe just right under the table, and nobody will have to know. It'll just be between me and you. <laughs> <laughs> except except now everybody knows. <laughs> well, they'll know. They'll know. Where, they'll know where to get it. That, that's what will happen. They'll know where to get it. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Awesome, John. Well, thanks again, sure. man. And we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it, man. You guys have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Thanks again, John Doe, for being on the Xander Effect. Looking forward to uh, listening and playing your music on the show, and hopefully we get a chance to talk to you again very soon. In sports, the rumors of Tom Brady leaving the Patriots are growing. I mean, as many of you may remember, I had talked about this, that there were rumors that uh, the Cowboys were interested in, in picking up Brady because now that Brady's a free agent, there's definitely... Definitely uh, possibilities of him leaving. The rumors keep on get growing more and more. And even his own wife, Giselle, doesn't know what's going on. She quoted in, a, in an Instagram Q&A and she said, I would love to know where I'm going to be living this year, but I don't know that yet. But hopefully somewhere nice and wherever my husband is happy playing. So we will see. So Giselle doesn't even know what, what where uh, she's going to be going at this time. They have no idea where they're going to land. But one thing's for sure that there's there's definitely a lot of speculations. Uh, mostly these are all just rumors. Nothing has been set in stone yet. Nothing has been has been uh, placed out there yet. But there was a rumor that uh, that he that Brady's team was meeting with the Colts with the Indianapolis Colts, but the Colts actually shot that rumor down. However, they are meeting with Phillip Rivers. That is something that, that is definitely uh, they're they're looking into. They're probably, actually, I'm sorry, excuse me, they're not meeting with him, but they are thinking about talking about picking up Phillip Rivers because as we all know, Phillip Rivers left the Chargers, so he has nowhere to call home just yet, so Indianapolis is looking in his direction at this point. Um, but Right now, it just seems that it just seems that Tom Brady might actually uh, might actually leave the New England Patriots, which I personally don't understand. I, I don't get why he would do something like that. I, I mean, I expressed my my point of view as to that doesn't make any sense because I mean, you know, like he, he should just finish his uh, his 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 uh the rest of his seat the rest of his career where he started pretty much where where he was uh well i should say he should finish his career with the team that made his career which is the patriots but who knows maybe there's there's certain reasons as to why brady is doing what he's doing only he knows and but again this is this is all just speculation nothing has been set in stone there's plenty of of uh speculations as to where he might go one of them is Tampa Bay they they may he may be looking people are saying that maybe he may be going to Tampa Bay uh he may go to the to the Chargers which would be crazy but Chargers do have an opening you know Philip Rivers left so they do have an opening there uh the Colts again they also that's one place that they were talk, thinking about putting him in he may decide to stay with the Patriots. He could re-sign with the Patriots. The Raiders need desperately need a quarterback. Obviously, we all know that, especially since they're going to Las Vegas now. Could be a good could be a good starting point for the Raiders to, you know, finish Brady's career uh, with the Raiders and in a brand new city, brand new stadium, brand new everything. So that's a possibility. And uh, the Titans are also another team that were there that many people are talking are saying that he might go to. So there's a lot of places where there's a lot of speculation, but nobody really knows just yet what Tom Brady is thinking, where he's thinking about going, or he, if he's even thinking about going anywhere just yet. Everything is still in the rumor mill. Nothing has been set in stone. So we'll find out what happens later this year or in the next few weeks to see if where he's going to go. This might end up being another LeBron James situation where they make a huge like announcement ordeal out of it. And it, that... Just to, just so you know, that was the dumbest thing I ever saw in my life. I'm sorry, but 
players get traded all the time. And LeBron James, yes, he was he, he's he's a great basketball player, but to make such a huge huff about it was a waste of time and money and media money, to be honest with you. Because he ended up getting traded again back to the Cavs after after a couple of seasons with the Heat. First he was with the Cavs, then he was with the Heat, then he went back to the Cavs, and now he's with the Lakers. It, he's been all over the place. So it's it, in my opinion, it was just a huge waste of time and money. However, with Brady. I can see why they would go ahead and do something like that because Brady has been with the Patriots for a long time and we are coming to the end of his career. So I can see why they would do that with him because his, he's pretty much at the end of his career. That would make more sense because this might be whatever team he decides to stay with is going to be the the last team he's going to be with without a doubt because, I mean, he's not getting any younger and no doubt he's starting to feel it himself. So, But I don't know. Again, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. In other sports news, triple Olympic champion Sung Yang handed eight-year ban. Apparently, the swimming champion was banned for missing an out-of-competition doping test, uh, according to the Court of Arbitration for Sport, the CAS. And... Kaz had accepted an appeal from the World Anti-Doping Agency, WADA, against this decision from the body, from the swimming body, uh, FINA. God, there's just so many of these, (laughs) these different organizations with these, with these, uh, with these, uh, Names, it's just weird. Anyways, so basically, he was. Uh, it was because of wrongdoing that of, of of a test that he conducted in September of 2018. Uh, the 28 year old is China's top athlete, and he won two gold medals in 2012 at the London Olympics. In and he won another uh, gold medal in Rio de Janeiro in 2016. So. At this point, it just see. At this point, Kaz is seeking uh, the maximum ban, which is eight years. So he's going to be out of action for the next eight years. And who knows? I mean, athletes that usually get banned for this amount of time usually tend to retire because at the by, by the time they come back to this, they either continue to try to do doping or to try to do use some sort of drug to, you know, have an uh, have an advantage, uh, a competitive advantage over the other, or you know, they just say, you know what, I, we can't do this. I'm done. So who knows what the future holds for this this young uh, this young Olympian? I mean, he is 28 years old. By the time this ban is done and over with, he'll be 36. So, and in many circles, 36 is already a veteran. 36 is already too old to be uh, to be competing in such a highly competitive sport. So, who knows what what he decides on doing? It's going to be up to him, ultimately up to him at the end of it all. In other sports news, Goldberg dethrones Bray Wyatt's The Fiend at uh, Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia. And there's a lot of pissed off wrestling fans that are just super upset at the decision that the WWE did on taking away Bray Wyatt's uh, Bray Wyatt's championship and giving it to the 53-year-old uh, wrestler Goldberg. Now, Goldberg, he was in his in his prime, in his heyday for many years, uh, back when he was in WCW. He has been a part-time wrestler. He came back, he went up against Brock Lesnar, beat him, everybody was hyped up about that. But then he came back again at another uh, Super Showdown event in Saudi Arabia and faced The Undertaker, which is a dream match. And that match was a total disaster, according to many reports, that the, the match was just all bad. There was a lot of flops, a lot of mistakes were made in that match. So Goldberg decided to come back again. That was, that was another con- controversial uh, issue that happened with that match. So Goldberg decided to come back yet again to challenge The Fiend for, for his WWE title. Now, as far as storyline goes, it seems that the storyline is going to be that Goldberg went, won the championship and he's going to go to WrestleMania. Who knows if they're going to go ahead and make it so that Bray Wyatt you know, beats Goldberg at the grandest stage of them all because this is like the second time that Bray Wyatt gets screwed out of main eventing WrestleMania. So a lot of Bray Wyatt fans, a lot of new fan, a lot of new fans are complaining. They're angry. They went to Twitter and they said they they had a tweet such as this was this tweet's from at Adam 
Pesidi. He says, 53 years old, I get the nostalgia, I get that nostalgia sells. But if WWE don't start building stars now, then in 20 years time, they won't have any nostalgia left to sell. Hashtag WWE SSD, which is WWE Super Showdown. Uh, another tweet by at No Limit 30 tweeted, they buried what was the hottest thing in wrestling to put it on a part-time old man who can't physically compete for more than five minutes. What a joke. This company is obsessed with Brock and Goldberg, IDKY. The Fiend was literally unbeatable this whole time. Hashtag WWE SSD. Another tweet from at three chicks and a dude is is has they they put they posted a picture of the McMahon family which is uh, Shane McMahon, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon and Vincent McMahon and at the bottom it reads in quote we're going to give you what you want and the date was uh, December 17th, 2018. He, uh, three chicks and a dude tweeted, still waiting, hashtag WWE, hashtag WWE SSD. Another tweet from at Avenger Brawley uh, has a picture of Bray Wyatt that says, in memory of, quote, the fiend Bray Wyatt, 2019 to 2020. And the tweet, uh, then he quoted the tweet, farewell, hashtag WWE, hashtag catch night AB. Another tweet from at Michael R underscore 53. He said me to at Vince McMahon for having 53 year old Goldberg beat the fiend in three minutes. Hashtag WWE SSD. And, it, and it's a and it's a gif of uh, it's a gif of, of the office. It's a funny gif. So he posted something like that, too. How expressing his disappointment. Another one at offended pod. Uh, tweeted hashtag WWE now has two part-time world champions as Goldberg celebrates Corey Graves says quote this isn't a part-time job I expect to see him tomorrow end quote the WWE is a massive joke and killed the single best thing they had going they have become WCW 2000 and some say they have been wow that's those are pretty harsh words right there hashtag WWE SSD that's that's pretty harsh and it's uh they also added a gif with spongebob getting up from his couch saying i'm a head out <laughs> so these tweets these tweets just continue they're ongoing they keep on going they're expressing how the fans are completely and utterly disappointed at what happened with uh with this with the situation with uh you know, with the fiend losing his WWE title, and in a sense, they do have a point because, I mean, Bray Wyatt is one of the brand new uh, faces of the WWE, and they need to go ahead and give their new faces a chance. I mean, I can see from a business standpoint, they see that their ratings aren't doing too well, so they're trying to bring back old school wrestlers and kind of hype up the crowd, and Goldberg was a fan favorite for many years. But what the WWE doesn't understand is that this is a new generation. People that used to watch wrestling, like myself, I don't really watch that much anymore, um, they're, they're not really, again, they're not watching it that much anymore. So you need to cater to a younger, newer generation that is getting into wrestling. And that's the problem, that this new generation, you've been spoon-feeding them these new superstars, and they're liking these new superstars. For you to go ahead and take away a title because you think that's what's best for business, that's the dumbest thing you could actually think of. Because no, you're not thinking about your 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 uh, your your fans, your new fan base. You're thinking about yourself. You're thinking about who's your favorite guy to put up there. Now, I love Bill Goldberg. I think he was an amazing wrestler. I was a Goldberg fan for many years. I used to watch him every time he was on WCW television. I used to watch him when he went to the WWE. I used to do all of that. But even I have to admit, you know what? He's too old. All of, a lot of these superstars are too old. It's time for a new generation of wrestlers to make an appearance and and stamp a name for themselves. Just like that one twi Twitter, uh, uh, that one uh, Twitter follower said that in 20 years time. They won't have any nostalgia because they're not giving their new wrestlers any nostalgia to start setting forth. So WWE really needs to fix this issue. They need to fix uh, what they're doing because apparently it doesn't seem like they're doing well. And I have a very, very distinct feeling that Vince McMahon has a lot to do with this, even though he's like getting older and supposedly there's rumors that Triple H is taking over. And so Stephanie McMahon, he still is pulling on those strings. He's still the one that's making the final decisions. And you know what? 
it's 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 still bad it's still bad up next we have a wonderful uh, up and coming artist by the name of Dovely. this is her song be about it right here on the xander fat That was Be About It by the very talented up-and-coming artist Dovely right here on the Xander Effect. In video game news, 
Rockstar Games is making some changes to their website, and they've been small, minor changes uh, as aesthetically, and uh, many people are wondering if this is uh, just Rockstar doing some spring cleaning and trying to start something new, or does it have to do with some new content that may be coming up? Many people uh, are remembering that when Red Dead Redemption came out, Rockstar was making a, a few visual changes to their website, so they're think so they're thinking that this could be the same case, seen as GTA Six will be coming out very soon with the new with the new Xbox X series and the PlayStation Five, and the new platforms are coming out at the end of the year. Also, there's been talks that Bully Two might be coming out as well so there's a lot of rumors going around there's or there's a lot of not rumors but speculation as to this might be the reason why rockstar games is changing a little bit their their visuals on their website could also have something to do with uh dan hauser the the one of the creators of uh rockstar stepping down and his brother sam hauser taking over uh the 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 brand so it could be any number of things. Maybe there's a new update coming out for for the current games, GTA 5 and for Red Dead Redemption. But quite frankly, Red Dead Redemption needs more than just an update. They need a complete and utter overhaul in their system because and I was talking with I was talking about this with, with another gamer yesterday as to the fact of the matter that so many people are leaving Red Dead Redemption because it's just redundant. It's been a redundant game that hasn't been fixed. The animal spawn still hasn't been fixed. There's still a lot of issues with the game and, you know, it's become kind of boring to be honest with you. It's become a very boring game. Yes, they added the moonshine, but it's just become a boring game. I mean, you know, people want the the animal spawn to get fixed already. Rockstar has turned a deaf ear to its players. So as far as Red Dead Redemption is concerned, so that's pretty much that's it with for that. As far as GTA 5 is concerned, they added a couple of new vehicles, the Formula One racing vehicles that are ridiculous ridiculously overpriced they're at 3.5 million for one 3.1 million for the other for the ocelot and it's just they're ridiculously overpriced and i rockstar just continues to try to bleed dry its players by having them purchase shark cards and this multi-billion dollar company continues to be very greedy as far as money goes so but you know that's that's how they are and they can't they're you can't really do much about that. You can't really do much about that, but, you know, be a gamer like me that complains about it all the time. And unfortunately, all we can do is just get over it and keep on moving forward. It is what it is. But so far, they're going back to uh, what's going on on the website for Rockstar Games. It's still left to be seen as to what exactly they're up to. We don't know yet. It's it's we're it's yet we're yet to find out to see what happens. That's the news. In case you haven't heard it, thank you so much for joining me on the Xander Effect. Join me next week as I have a plethora of artists coming through, including uh, Kadrolsha Ona Carroll will be joining me next week, along with uh, Dag Ferch and. The Reboot Guys will be joining me on the Xander Effect next week, so stay tuned to all of that. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend, everyone. B. Taylor. The Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music Inc., BMG, and Sony Music The Orchard in association with 
Art19Media. <laughs>